Welcome to episode 44 of the TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on Tokyo Disney Resort, and we're coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us on our website, tdrexplorer.com, on Twitter, at tdrexplorer, and on Facebook, facebook.com slash tdrexplorer. I'm your host, Chris, the chief content editor for TDR Explorer. And I'm the one eating all the seasonal offerings. And pretty soon it's going to be all that delicious kakigori or shaved ice in the parks because summer's here and it's getting really hot. You can also follow me on Twitter on my personal account at Burnin Lover. And joining me, as always, is my well dressed co host, Patricia. Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, I'm Trish. I take lots of photos. You can find me um, at Dream Sweets Love on Twitter or on Instagram. And Chris, let's get on with the show because there's so many interesting things to talk about this time. Yeah, yeah, we have actually quite a bit of stuff to actually go over. It's so weird. We'll we'll have like one week where there's like not much going on, and we're kind of like, okay, yeah, we'll just kind of <laughs> talk about whatever. And then the next week is like, okay, what do we talk about? There's so much stuff to pick from. We're going to be here for three hours. Seriously. so we have our news we have a lot of news and we have our crowd forecast and then we're going to do our in the parks segment talking about what we learned this past week in the parks and then we're going to give you our review of out of shadowland the brand new show at tokyo disney sea both of us got to see it so we have our opinions on that and we'll let you know if it's worth seeing and then we're back to our tokyo disney resort 101 And we're going to be talking about summer heat because the summer's here and it gets really hot and we want to make sure that you're safe when you're visiting the parks because no one wants to get heat stroke. That's not fun. And then we have our park tip and then we have our listener question. Okay, so news. Patricia, what what do we got going on? What what, what's happening? Oh, my gosh. All my dreams have come true. (laughs) <laughs> what's that what's that what do you mean what do you mean i mean no there's no castle show or anything i mean like not not big dreams but you know there's a gelatoni bus which is awesome i saw the pictures but i didn't read about it like what gel, gel, gelatoni bus like what's going on with that i'm not sure <laughs> <laughs> you didn't read it either oh, i didn't read it looked, either i figured oh, the pictures no here's the thing i saw the pictures and i'm like oh it's probably gonna come for urayasu festival in autumn so, because usually they go to tourist places like Okinawa and like all, like uh, the other parts of Japan that don't have Disney. So I didn't even bother looking at the schedule because I'm like, oh, it's all those places that aren't here, you know, because they don't need to advertise here. But for Urayasu Festival, we got the Duffy bus one year. So I'm guessing the Gelatoni bus because Mickey's not coming anymore. I don't know why. Mickey used to come on the Dream Cruiser. I mean, it's the 15th anniversary, so maybe he will this year. Who knows? And... um and I hope we have. I just, I just want to see the gelatoni bus. I don't, I don't even care. Mickey doesn't need to come. No, you do, Mickey. Please come. 
So um, <laughs> that's why I didn't check the schedule. But you can check the schedule on the official website if you live in Japan. I mean, it's going to be driving around. Um, and it's probably eventually going to get parked. Um, you know, like that place across from Disney Sea, the, um, the pedestrian entrance? Where they have like the cast buses and stuff. Sometimes the Dream Cruiser is parked there and the Duffy bus was parked there once. So, and you know, they might have like a homecoming ceremony like they did for the Duffy bus. So, when that happens, I'll get more excited because it'll actually be here. But for now, I'm just happy it exists. I really want to see it. Well, ride. I, I want to ride in it, but I know you can't. I want to drive it. I want to drive it with like a big gelatoni <laughs> sitting next to me going, meow, meow. <laughs> Run them over. Run what? them over. Hit the bear. I'm like, no, gelatoni. That's terrible. <laughs> no, there'll be no more competition. <laughs> oh, goodness. He's, he's well, speaking, speaking of things that won't die, um, <laughs> we, we have more Frozen coming to Disneyland forever. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so we got what is it? What is it? Frozen, Frozen Forever. It's like instead of Once Upon a Time, they're just gonna have a whole Frozen projection mapping show because heaven forbid we should have live dancers or anything interesting. So um, we have Frozen Forever with pretty much Once Upon a Time fireworks. So nothing like super grand, but it'll be entertaining and it'll be popular and it'll fill up the area when you guess because it'll be a new show it's going to be twice a day 15 minutes long uh per show january 13th is when it starts and of course it will be lottery so good luck with that peoples um i mean i'm sure it'll be lovely but you know the thing is like we when we went to disney world um a few summers ago they had like this the frozen summer and they had like those amazing fireworks you know and it's just like it's kind of like a lower, what I imagine it's going to be is like a lower rent budget than that. You know, like instead of like amazing fireworks, you just have a big screen and some little fireworks. Well, I was reading the press release on it and there's going to be like some sort of new technology with the projection mapping that gives it like a 3D effect, I guess. So that's interesting. I don't know what that really means, but be kind of cool to see i guess yeah we'll see i don't know if i'm gonna renew my my disneyland annual pass yet going on week two is it week two or week one week two maybe yeah either way i have a i have a ticket that i can use at disneyland for like up to a year so i'm trying to think when to use it to go see the summer stuff i don't know maybe what else we got here we got uh dining with the senses oh yeah that's kind of cool i've always thought about trying that but i never make a reservation so um, Dining with the Senses is, is really neat. They put a blindfold on you and I guess it's like they they like you, there's like a video on the website. You can check it out. Like they put the blindfold and then they like they take your hand and they lead you into the room. And there's like this magical chef um, who brings about uh, there's a course menu, of course. Uh, that's what, where the dining comes from. And I'm sure the food is lovely. And um, it says the senses, so I'm guessing it's smells, it's texture, it's uh, maybe sounds, you know, maybe there's like, it's Lion, it, this time it's um, Lion King themed, so maybe there's some kind of like Lion King sounds in the background, some kind of like atmosphere sounds, and and um, it looks really, really fun, actually. They've done, in the past, um, Little Mermaid, and what else? Do you remember, Chris? 
Uh, no, I, I've never actually really paid attention to it. It's really neat, you know, but I think um, it's probably easier to go to if you speak Japanese. So, um, but you know, you can try and make a reservation. I'm sure it would still be fun. It's it's dining, you know. Yeah, it might might just be a little. Uh, oops, <laughs> I, I just opened the website and the 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 Lion King music just like blasted into my ear. Oh my god! Into gosh. my ears, it scared me. <laughs> <laughs> What is with things scaring me when I'm listening or when we're recording this? Last time it was an earthquake. This time it was the Lion King. You're very jittery, oh. Chris. I am awake now. <laughs> if I wasn't awake before, I'm awake now. Um, <laughs> it looks fun. Maybe I should. Maybe I should just try it out. You should try it out. Maybe I should book it and see see how the see how it goes. Oh, for sure. It looks super great. So maybe they'll serve like bacon. What? To, well, because Pumbaa. <gasps> oh, my, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Something with bacon in it. I don't know. Wow. Maybe. <laughs> okay. Anyway, okay. Uh, I'm going to get hungry if we keep talking about this. I know. You said bacon. I'm like, oh, that sounds so good right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, the last thing on the news, of course, we've been talking this up. Out of Shadowland um, starts July 9th. So it's almost open. It'll be open by the time or just when this podcast comes out, I think. And previews are happening right now. And also the show is done by lottery once it starts. Where are the lottery machines for it? Oh, it's like just like uh, the normal lottery place? Yeah, it's the same building as Big Ben Beat. Or your phone. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got it. So I think that's that's it for the news. So, so we, we have the Gelatoni bus. Uh, we have Frozen Forever. Uh, we have Dining with the Senses, where they're probably going to serve some kind of bacon. Um, <laughs> and then we have Out of Shadowlands. That's actually quite a bit of stuff happening. That's cool. It is. Okay, Chris, so to see all this stuff, how many people are we going to have to deal with? It's not going to be too bad, actually. It's not going to be too bad. Really? So on on our crowd forecast, we get our information from tdrnavi.jp. So if you're planning your trip, make sure you check them out. They have up-to-date crowd calendars for up to six months in advance. And they also have it in English, which is perfect. So for the week of July 12th, looking at both parks, actually, um, they're in the low 50s out of 100 all week. So that's not too bad. Not too bad at all. And then on the weekends for both parks, uh, they're going to be fairly busy. It's going to be very, very uh, typical weekend crowds. 85 plus out of 100 for both parks on Saturday and Sunday. So nothing too out of the out of the ordinary. Uh, school's still in and stuff. So uh, the crowds are just kind of what they normally are until summer starts with the kids. <laughs> and we're going to hit a bunch of half days soon. So... Um, you might want to start watching out for that. So it might start out kind of cool in the morning, but in the afternoon, once, um, especially the kindergartners, once they get out of school, um, parents might bring them over to come see the shows or whatever. So you might want to watch out for that. Yeah. Just like step over them. Don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) Step over them. Don't step on them. Yeah. Don't step on them because like, you know. It'll, like, mess up your shoes. (laughs) (laughs) 
We're really cruel this episode. We're terrible. I love it. <laughs> we need a little magic <laughs> in our hearts or something. Speaking of magic, we're going to talk about what we learned in the parks this week in our In the Park segment. Patricia, you have like a big laundry list of things here I see in the notes. So why don't you go first? Celebrating 4th of July in the parks because we live in Japan and Chris is Canadian but I'm American. Hey. You had Canada Day too, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, I did. You know, we need a Canada land like an Epcot. Well, actually, Canada land can be part of the um, Scandinavian port in Disney Sea. We could just have like one little building. <laughs> what? <laughs> With like a maple leaf on yeah. it. Yeah, perfect. Awesome. We can do that. Awesome. And there'll be um, poutine. Is it, what, how, how do you say poutine? Poutine, yeah. Poutine. Oh, sir, poutine. Oh, my goodness. Man. I would never leave. I want that. I would never leave. Mm. That would be so good. (laughs) Sounds delicious. Okay. Okay. So back to America. (laughs) Sorry. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. That's my Canadian coming out. Uh, So we celebrated the fourth in the parks. Um, We had like little American flag bracelets because we're losers. And um, it was was a weekday. So we... We... um, we don't tell anybody we snuck the kids out of school because i figure it, okay look if they get the emperor's birthday off okay they can have america's birthday off too and um the kids had a blast we spent a lot of time in america american waterfront we went to teddy roosevelt lounge we had um my well my friend because i can't still can't no sugar my friend had um the tanabata cocktail star festival cocktail because it had stars in it kind of like stars and stripes and it was blue so um and because it was america's birthday at the teddy roosevelt lounge you know we were like oh how should we explain this to the cast member and we're like look it's just easier if we just say it's one of our birthdays and then we use it as like america's birthday so we ordered a parfait with a candle in it that said happy birthday and we're like to america and then um we blew out the candle and um we uh, we rode Aquatopia because it's on summer mode and it was super, super hot and um, the water is splashing so they have the splash mode on one side and the dry mode on the other side. Uh, ran into some D friends who are really good at spotting people. I can never spot anybody, to be honest, but they're good at spotting us for some reason. So um, thank you for saying hi and um, I hope you had a happy 4th of July too. And... I got a high score on Toy Story Mania, Chris. How high? Like, um, hold on, I took a picture. It was like (laughs) 188,000 something, and it was like the top score of the hour, and it was close to the end of the hour. Nice. I know, that never happens. I'm like, man, finally, And, and I won in my car, which also never happens. It's because like, usually I ride with Disney people, and they're really good at that game. It was 188,800. That's pretty good. And the best of the month was insane. Best of the month was 351,600. <laughs> that is insane. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty high. Wait, so wait, 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 wait. Okay. I have a question. Yeah. Did did you do the fast pass run for that in the morning or what did you do? How did you get on that ride? Um it wa- you know, it really wasn't that crowded um because it was a Monday and um we got there late like we're like oh we don't need to get there early forget it we're just gonna take it easy and do whatever um and i think one of our listeners had a question about that you can totally just take it easy and do whatever and you can do so much and we walked in at around after 10 ish 
and they still had fast pass for the evening um so we did that in the nighttime and we oh. um we also got a fast pass for indiana jones perfect i know because you know disney sea crystals crystal skull I makes know. sense in in my mind at least. Um, if you go to um, the capsule machines at Disney Sea, they have Tanabata wind chimes, which are super cute. They don't light up, but um, they make a really nice sound and they're really pretty. Oh, um, Kai got Chip and Dale, Chris. <gasps> I know. Um, if those go missing, it, it, it was me. It's okay. I won't tell him. I won't tell him. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. And I don't know if you read the last note in my list, but it was gelatoni goods. Why are you so cute? So I saw your picture on, I think it was Instagram or Twitter or both probably. You bought the, the new one that came out? I bought the little mini. That was a different day that I went. Oh, okay. But then yesterday, I saw all the new stuff, like the towels and the tote bag. And I really controlled myself. And I only bought the pen and the mug cup. But I'm still going to go back for like the hand towels and stuff because they still had a lot of them. And I really, really, really wanted the tote bag. But I'm like, I have the original tote bag from when it first came out. And it looks really similar, even though this one looks so cute with the little paintbrushes. I might buy it. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Gelatone is my weak point. Yeah, mine too. I can't take it. It's just too, it's too much. Everything. I wanted everything, Chris. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. I had self-control, though. At least a little bit. Until next week. Until I know. I know. <laughs> Don't say that because I know that tote bag's like, just like, Patricia. Like, you know, oh, and we did the little wand. And so I was telling the children, they're like, why is it glowing? Even though we, we did it at the, the crystal place and go, that's Mickey. He's like sensing that you just had lunch now and he's happy that you spent money. It, when you spend more money, it glows more. They're like, really? And I'm like, yeah. Mickey's like, oh, thanks, kids. Get your parents credit cards and spend more money. And so they're like, wow, Mickey's boy. So... <laughs> 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 so, oh my goodness I think the little yes. wand's gonna be glowing it's like Patricia there's some more gelatoni goods but Chris you have, you have some huge news <laughs> I can't I can't get over it it's just that's just too much because it's true it's so, it's so true. true you it's know true. there's okay. a sensor that you know they have that at Disney World that's what those bracelets are they track where you go and where you spend the money it's like super smart I think that's still illegal here I don't think they can do that yet but you know that's what they want to do oh my goodness okay 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 Whew. Chris big okay. news for you yeah after 11 tries <laughs> Of doing the lottery for Big Man Beat, I finally won. Yay! Oh my goodness. I can't believe it took 11 tries. Man! <laughs> it was like, by that point, it was just funny. I was like, really? I'm just going to keep losing. <laughs> like, I'm never going to see the show. <laughs> by the time I get to see the show, they're going to like revamp it again. It's going to be the Christmas version. <laughs> yeah, like I'm going to completely miss it. Oh. But I know. 
you know, I was, I was kind of making fun of this on Twitter and stuff, and people were getting concerned, like, oh, like, is the lottery really hard? Well, for me, I usually only go on the weekends, and that's when a lot more people go. Yeah. So there's, it's a lot harder to win on the weekends. So if you go on the weekdays, there's a much higher chance you're going to win. And also, even if you don't win on the weekdays, you can still wait in standby, and there's going to be a much shorter line. That's true. And then some days they don't even do the lottery. So you just show up. So uh, just laugh at my misery. I <laughs> that, can't believe it, man. I'm like, what is going on? I know. It's so crazy. But like when I finally won, I just thought, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but the, but then but then I was kind of thinking, well, this is when I was supposed to go see Out of Shadowland. That was when I was planning to go. <laughs> <laughs> but But I can't complain too much. Big Bam Beat was fantastic. I'm so happy I got to see it. Um, it's still, it's still a fantastic show, and probably it still is one of the best shows. Awesome! It really it. is. It. it really is. It's so good. It was. And okay, wait. Um, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What song did they sing for the section where they choose the song? What song did you get? Um. It's one I don't remember hearing before. So I think it's All of Me, which was from the old show. Swan. Yes. Right? I th- I actually, yeah, I think that's it. You got All yeah, of yeah, Me? Yeah. I think so. Okay. No, yeah, now that you say that, it sounds very familiar. They do Swonderful? It wasn't that. It no. wasn't that. I kept getting that one over and over again, and I just got All of Me recently. And then the one that I only heard the first day of previews was um, Bye Bye Blackbird. Okay, so yeah, it was definitely the first one you said. Okay, all right. That I should know the name of, but I don't. I kind of like it when they do that one because it's like, oh my gosh, it's like the old days. It's so it's such a nice throwback. Oh, it was really nice. I liked it. And I liked that they added Goofy into the show, which is oh, kind of nice. Oh, yes, I was going to say. Okay, because it was really awkward before, so... Like, there's this part where the the singer takes requests from the audience, and he's like, oh, does anyone have any requests? And and I think either people just didn't want to yell out requests, or they didn't know what he was saying. And they even would say it in Japanese, like, request arimasu ka? And um, people are just like, it's like just silence. So it was, like, really awkward. But they added Goofy, and um, he, like, does, like, pantomime, and he lightens the mood, and everybody's laughing. And it just works out so much better that way. So really, really nice. A small improvement, but a great improvement. Yeah, I um, I noticed that, that, that part in the show when he just asks, <laughs> or, like, he asks, he asks Goofy what they should play, and then they pick the song, and then they they do it yeah so that's cool much better uh so another thing that i learned this week well i didn't learn i kind of knew this before but i didn't listen to my own advice um is don't hesitate if there's something you want to do don't think about it too much just do it so what i did was i literally was going to out of shadowland to get in line for the next show and I kind of took my time. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's lots of time, whatever. I'll go do this. I'll grab that. Take a picture of this. When I got to the line, they literally cut it off just before me. No. I was the person they cut it off at. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. If I didn't do 
you know, whatever I was doing prior to that, I would have got in for the next show. So I had to wait until like the the uh, five o'clock show because this was for the one thirty show, and the next show was at three. But that's when I was watching Big Band Beat. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, ah. Oh. Oh, Chris. So, yeah, don't hesitate. (laughs) (laughs) Just jump on in. Go. Yes. Um, And the other thing in the park, parks, I bought the popcorn souvenir case. Oh, my gosh. The one one that came out for summer that's really colorful, has Mickey, Minnie, Chip, and Dale, all these different fruits on it. Now I get to carry my popcorn in style. Okay, where do they sell it? Because I kept forgetting to buy it, and then I would see someone with it, and I would get reminded, and then I would forget. Where did you buy your your popcorn case? Uh, this one I bought at the Cappuccino Popcorn Stand, which oh. is just like just on the uh, walkway from Mediterranean Harbor to Mysterious Island. That walkway there. Awesome! And we bought so much popcorn too. It would have been perfect. Yeah, and the uh, popcorn. Like box fits perfectly inside of it, obviously. Yeah, yeah, and it's but very it's, lightweight. It's, it's not, yeah, because you can fold it up afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't take up a lot of space, like a popcorn bucket does. Yes, it's like the best. And it's, and it's nice because then, because usually if I buy popcorn, I have to hold it, and I just eat it all, like eat it all in one sitting, mm-hmm. because I don't want to carry this box with me everywhere. But now I can kind of munch on it as I go, and it's like. The the outside is plastic, and it and the uh, cover goes over the popcorn, so it doesn't get wet or anything like that. So that's I think that's pretty cool. What was that? Was that Mickey? No, seriously, <laughs> Mickey is coming to get me. No, I I could I could swear. <laughs> I think that was someone outside. Okay. But, and it was it was probably Mickey though. He's probably like, "What are you doing? Why aren't you at the parks?" Because the park is closed, Mickey. It's 11 o'clock at night. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I I kind of freaked out for a little bit. I'm like, oh, my God, he's coming. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Okay. (laughs) But so that you don't hallucinate in the summer heat, Chris, can you give us some tips for what to do in the summer so we don't get heat stroke, we don't hallucinate and hear Mickey's voice telling us to spend money? Uh, (laughs) What, what what can we do, man? Uh, as part of our Tokyo Disney Resort 101, <laughs> we're going to talk about summer heat and how not to hallucinate <laughs> in the heat. Um, so every summer in Japan, there's always news of people suffering from heat stroke. And we don't want you to be one of those people that that happens to. No. Because it's not fun. Not that I've had it happen to me, but... I, I can imagine it's not fun. Uh, the summers here in Japan get very hot and humid, very similar to Florida. In July and August, the average heat, heat, the, ha- the average temperature is 32 degrees Celsius, which is about 90 degrees Fahrenheit, and also getting to as high as 46 degrees Celsius, which is 115 degrees Fahrenheit. With the humidity, that humidity is what does it. It's killer. It is not fun at all. Like you're sweating and yeah. And it's it's starting already, you know. It's getting there. It was on 
It's going to be tomorrow, uh, maybe the day after tomorrow, like in the in the 30s already. So it's it's getting there already. So, and it's still early. Yeah. So there's there's lots of ways to keep cool. Japan has like a lot of these really like fun ways to stay cool or or like cool ways to stay cool. <laughs> <laughs> so there are something like some items that you can bring with you or buy when you get here that will you know help you beat the heat i can't believe i just said that (laughs) oh my goodness okay so number one the number one thing is the cooling towel um i've seen these on amazon i think one of the more popular ones is like Frog something. I can't remember the name oh, exactly. That one I think they sell actually overseas too. So if you want to pick it up before you come, um, you yeah. can do that as well. And there's there's also uh, Disney versions as well that they have at the Disney store. So a lot of the stuff that we're talking about, just assume there's a Disney version of it because there usually is. Did you see the parks version, the new one? Yes, I did. Oh my God, I'm in love with it. I want both of them. <laughs> like, don't you? I still have... Well, I do. Wait, no, you but don't I even need my... Ariel. What am I saying? Well, maybe. No. I, Ariel's I, pretty I cute. Still have, I still have my Chip and Dale one, so I use that. Oh, uh, you don't need any of them. <laughs> I want Olaf because he's going to match my little sun towel, and I want Ariel because she's a fish and it's summer. Makes sense. Like, have you ever wanted to ask Ariel like what she eats? Like the like the face character, Ariel. What's your diet like? <laughs> Do you eat fish? <laughs> what, what do you do? You know. Tic Tacs. Tic Tacs. I don't know. But, so, yeah. yeah uh, cooling towels, those are, like, I swear by those. They're amazing. They're awesome. You can go into the washroom and just put it under the sink, the water, and, like, get it cold again. Perfect. Um. There's also cooling wipes and sprays, and they're essentially menthol. Mm-hmm. And it feels really nice, especially on a really, really hot day. And if you've been in the sun for a long time, just kind of you just wipe off the sweat with the, with the wipe, but then it gives this nice cooling sensation. So that's really nice. And same thing with the spray. If you want to like spray wherever on your body, it, it's a nice a nice feeling. Uh, they also sell sprays that you can spray into, uh, like your uh, your uh, towel. Mm-hmm. So then it gives like this really cool sensation for about thirty seconds, which is really nice. Um, and then also a a alternative is instant ice. What's that? So it's essentially it's this little pack, and you just break break it like break. Like, there's like this uh, solution inside, mm-hmm. and you like bend it so it breaks. And then it turns into like ice almost instantly. Cool. So, so this is more for like emergency kind of situations. Like if someone needs it, like if they had heat stroke or something. Right. Or um, I know a lot of athletes also use it. Like if they get an injury or something during a game or like kids hurt themselves or whatever. But I like using it when it gets like really, really hot and it's just like. You know, let's say you're outside waiting for a show or something and you can't really get to a cool spot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's really it's really nice. It lasts for a few minutes. Okay. And they're really cheap. You can buy a bunch of them at Daiso. Daiso. Like in packs. Yes. Yeah. Um, and there's also uh, fans. 
like little portable fans that you can buy. Uh, you can get ones that have like uh, the the water in them, so you can spray yourself in the face. Those are always nice. Um, also, make sure you have just just a normal towel, like a long neck towel or one of those cute body towels with the hood on it. I know it sounds crazy because you're thinking, well, why would I put more layers on if it's hot out? This is to protect you from the sun. It's not. This, it's not UV though, so it'll yeah, protect but, a little bit. Um, there are a lot of Disney it, UV goods though. Yeah, there's like the the UV umbrellas, right, and, stuff. and the gloves and everything. So and jackets, they sell UV jackets. So that together mm-hmm. with the towel might be a little safer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the towel just like it's not going to protect you from UV, but it's going to help with the heat a little bit, just so you don't have the sun right on your head. The, the towel kind of absorbs that a little bit. Yeah. And then also hats, like wear hats. For sure. Sunglasses, protect your eyes, people. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, all this stuff, you can either buy it for really cheap at Daiso or, you know, any any of the uh, dollar stores. Um, you can also buy them in the parks, a lot of the stuff in the parks, but you're going to be paying a premium for it. And also uh, check out the Disney stores because they also carry these as well. And Disney stores, like the goods start going um, on sale maybe about midway through summer. So you can yeah, still enjoy the summer, but it's a really great price. Mm-hmm. Oh, and also a water bottle. Bring a water bottle because you can fill up your water bottle in almost any of the restaurants because they have like these little self-serve areas for water. So really easy. Do that. And also, you can buy frozen drinks, like literally like frozen water in a water bottle or frozen um, like sports drinks. Yes. You can buy those at the convenience stores. And those are really nice because it's kind of like dual purpose. You can wrap it in a towel and like hold it so it cools you. But then you can also drink it, which is, you know, obviously nice. And they do sell (laughs) those in the hotels as well. Yeah, uh, at the at the convenience stores and the hotels mm-hmm. will have them. Um, they they are pretty popular, so sometimes they run out and you might have to wait. You know what I do? For the, I get what do you do? the bottle, I fill it halfway, and I put it laying down and then in the freezer overnight, and then I fill the other half with tea or water or whatever. So you can drink some of it right away, and uh, the other half is ice, so it stays cooled a little bit longer. Oh, that's a good idea. I know. Try it this year. Kind of speaking of like drinking and all that stuff, um, you can get cool treats. Ice cream is obviously obviously a good one, um, but ice cream melts really quickly, so <laughs> <laughs> uh, eat that really quick. Uh, but the traditional thing to eat in the summer is kakigori, which is shaved ice, and Tokyo Disney Resort has shaved ice, and they have all these different flavors. They're really good. And, yeah, it's just shaved ice with, you know, different syrup and stuff on it. But, you know what? It's delicious and it just it just feels good. It does. <laughs> Eating it. it really cool. Like, the sensation, the, the, the little texture of when you put the spoon in. Even that kind of, like, I don't know, it's like a cool feeling. You know, and the fruits help a lot, too fantastic like fresh fruit on top or and you know be brave try some japanese flavors like matcha 
you know? Oh, the matcha one is so good. It is. I love that one. That, that's probably my favorite one, I would say. Oh, yeah. Matcha. Mm. And then there's one with like pineapple. Oh, Disney and... Sea. That one is my favorite. That one's good. Oh, that was pretty so good. It's so good. Mm. I want some now. I know. No more food. No more food, Chris. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. okay. Uh, uh, so, <laughs> other ways to stay cool. Uh, well, watch the shows. Watch the summer shows. So, at Disneyland and Disney Sea, they both have um, day shows that are going to get you completely drenched in water if you watch them in the right areas. And obviously, getting drenched in water is fun, it keeps you cool. And I highly recommend it, especially Minnie's Tropical Splash. I really like that one. I like it too. It's it's really great, really fun. It's fun. It's high energy. Uh, Mickey hoses you down with water. Like, what else do you want? Like, come on. Like right in your face. You know, it's amazing. <laughs> um, at um, Disney Sea too, they have that that fountain that you know. Oh yeah. People of all ages can run in. Quite frankly. But, but. Be careful! Don't slip. I've don't seen slip. so many people slip. I know. I've seen so many people slip. It's like, come on, guys! Let, you know, it's still water. <laughs> on cement. On cement. Be- don't get a concussion. <laughs> okay. Don't run with your Crocs on. Please don't. <laughs> uh, some attractions have water, like we were talking about Aquatopia. Mm-hmm. So you can um, you can choose a dry course or the wet course and get wet there as well. And then uh, Splash Mountain and its little mist of water. Of course, yeah. Splash Mountain is like the summer attraction, right? Are there any other ones that spray water on um, you? I don't think so. Like the closest is maybe Sinbad. You get a little tiny yeah. mist, which is really refreshing, even though it's just a little itty bitty bit. Yeah. And also it's indoors. Yeah. Oh, speaking of indoors and staying cool... Air conditioning is back at the parks, you guys. So you remember after the earthquake for like the longest time, we were going through that um, energy conservation. So the stores were really muggy and Mermaid Lagoon was a nightmare. It was just like humidity central and it was just like so gross inside. But air conditioning is back and I'm talking like full blast back. So... um yeah, you want to keep cool, but you also might want to bring like a light cardigan or a UV jacket for when you go indoors or on attractions because it's really cold um, indoors right now and restaurants too. Have you noticed on the trains too, Chris, right? Oh, yeah. It's freezing. Which is nice. It is nice. It's nice. But I was so used to it being warm that um, I, I, I'm not used to bringing... Um, like a cardigan so now i have to get back in that habit oh and then also because it's so cold in there once the doors open you're like ah close it like, close right it. it's like oh no what more are you doing? don't do it <laughs> i don't want to get out no <laughs> oh and and speaking of indoors um if if you're if you're at the parks all day try and take a break halfway through the day like if you're if you're staying at one of the hotels go back have a rest have a nap just to get out of the heat because it's going to be, it's really draining. It really is. Or um, maybe you don't have a hotel near the resort. Well, how about you make a priority seating reservation at one of the sit-down restaurants and enjoy a nice relaxing meal in the middle of the afternoon when it's the hottest and just enjoy a nice meal. Like maybe go 
head over to I don't know, let's say the Teddy Roosevelt Lounge if you're at Disney Sea. Yeah. Um, or if you're at uh, Tokyo Disneyland, you can head to the uh, coffee house or one of the other sit-down restaurants. Or you can do what most other people do and just sleep in the restaurants. Or on the attractions. <laughs> or the attractions, yeah. Just go on to It's a Small World, have a good 10-minute nap or however long the attraction <laughs> is, and there you go. You're good to go. <laughs> or or head over to the Tokyo Disneyland Hotel and enjoy the Dreamers Lounge. Yeah. Or the couches, That's... which are free. <laughs> <laughs> Have a nap there. Why not? That's pretty much it for summer heat. Like, obviously, using common sense and all that kind of stuff. Like, you know, I don't need to say it, so I won't. But, yeah. You guys, you know where first date is. You know where the cast members are. If you start to get a headache, if you feel like the symptoms of heat stroke, go immediately and get some help. Go lay down, drink a lot of water, uh, get some salt in your body to retain that water. Okay, be careful. It's dangerous. It doesn't have to be, you know, I don't know how many times we see the ambulance coming in the middle of summer, you know, taking people away. And it's so, it's so terrible, you know, so just watch out. I know we all want to have fun and we all want to do everything as much as possible in one day but your health is the most important so please please be careful mm-hmm. and drink lots of water a lot of water lots of water and lots of apple tea soda and, and buy some of those um <laughs> those salt candies oh those are so good they are and it's it's really good for so summer good. too mm. well speaking of summer again um we have a new show that's starting at Tokyo Disney Sea this week. Out of Shadowland. Yay! 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 So, you and I, we both got to see the previews, which is nice. Um, what did you think? What did you think of the show? Out of Shadowland. Okay, so, okay, here's the thing. I like the show. Personally. I do. Mm-hmm. My husband hates it. He is like so, he's like, oh, this is like the downfall of Disney. And usually that's me too. Okay, so that tells you like how high his standards are. If I'm totally okay with this show and he's like, no. Um, I like it. I think it works. Um, and, and we'll talk about, the, the thing is, you can't compare it to the show that we had before. Because they're very, very, very different shows. And so we'll get into that. So, um. Chris, uh, I guess first, uh, the story. What did you think about the story? Uh, the story was cute. It was a, it's a little a little light, but that's kind of to be expected, I guess, for a show. <laughs> a show like this, I guess. Well, I mean, it's a, it's a short show. And um, it, I, li- I like it. I like it. It's very positive. I like the main character. I, I, I like um, both of the main characters, actually. I, I like that they chose a female protagonist, you know. Um, and, and you know, she, she overcomes her fears. She becomes really strong and brave. And, um, you know, yeah, it's like, a, it's like a Disney show. You know, a shy girl, like, finds her bravery or whatever, right? Um, but I like, I like the actual characters a lot. I'm a big fan of theirs. Um, so, Chris, let's, let's go, I guess, let's say what the show is, basically. Sure. Um, well, here, here's the, uh, the uh, synopsis Ooh. from the 
the official website. So it says, Out of Shadowland follows May, a young girl lost in a world of shadows who finds confidence and strength through her sojourn. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> through colorful images and powerful live performances, guests will experience a world unlike any scene before. I don't know about that last part, but... <laughs> yeah, but it's a, it's a good I story. I think... I think they're talking about the projection mapping. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that's a story. One, my one kind of, like, little thing is, I think, I don't know. It's like some of the decisions that they make, I don't understand, right? So they, part of the thing they want to do is they're building all these hotels. They're expecting a lot of tourism from overseas, right? Uh, because the Olympics are coming and overseas tourism has been growing and growing and growing. We get so many people from uh, China and Taiwan and Australia and Korea and Thailand and all these different countries and, of course, America and Canada and Europe. Um, and, um, you know, there's no, there's no translation option and it's a very heavy dialogue show. Yeah, it's... <clears throat> much more heavier on the dialogue than compared to Mystic Rhythms. Yes. Because My- Mystic Rhythms was very visual. Yeah. Not that not not that Out of Shadowland isn't. No, but, but it's a play and a musical and it's 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 all dialogue. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's a lot um I guess a lot of detail that is lost if you don't understand what's going on exactly. Um so Maybe like maybe in the future they'll have um, like the like little story cards or something that maybe explain in more detail as to what's happening. Hopefully, at the least, because at Mermaid Lagoon they got rid of the translators. Oh, they did! Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. We're getting ready for the Olympics. Get rid of all the translation <laughs> devices. <laughs> yeah, who needs English? I mean, it comes in other languages. I think it came in other languages too. Hmm. I never actually used it to be quite honest. Well, when we had family over, we would use it. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Huh. So, yeah, like, the show is really heavy on dialogue. So there's a lot of um, interactions between the characters happening. Um, Some of it, you can kind of get the gist of what's going on based on what's happening on stage and just kind of uh, the tone of the characters and all that. So... It's not super hard to follow, but it's not super easy either. Yeah. I mean, it's, I used my sister as a yeah. guinea pig. I'm like, okay, I'm going to test you. I already saw the show. And then I met up with her. I'm like, let's watch it again. And you tell me what you think is happening. And she said that she didn't know what they were saying, but she could get from the description in the beginning, she could get the basic idea, which she thought was okay. But it would be better if they had some kind of like, like a little bit more detailed explanation or something. They use a lot of projection mapping. Basically, the whole thing is projection mapping. The entire like the entire stage is this one big screen that they utilize throughout the entire show. So, meaning there's not a whole lot of props on. There's there's oh yeah there's almost nothing. There's almost nothing there, which is kind of cool in a way that they're able to do all these effects with very minimal actual props. So that's, you know, that's kind of cool if you think about it. Uh. But <laughs> but I kind of like I kind of miss that there's like there's not too many props um, except for at the end, <gasps> I guess, with no spoilers. The end, 
The ending was really cool. But it's I'm not really talk cool. About it. Yeah. Yeah. Out of everything, I'd say the ending is pretty awesome. I really like that. Oh my god, it involves swords, guys. Glow in the dark swords, which I want one. <laughs> okay. You know what? They will probably make a keychain at some point. I bet. I you. want the full size sword. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so effects. I thought, and the only reason I thought, okay, it's okay, because it happens in this girl's imagination, right? Mm -hmm. So for that, that made sense to me, because it's not like physical props, because it's, it's in her mind, right? So that's why there's so much animation going on, and that's why things are able to change around like they do, because it's not like a physical world. And because of yeah. that, I was okay with it. And I thought it was interesting. Yeah, yeah there was a lot of um, like, like magic kind of stuff happening. Like she was shooting magic out of her hands and it would kind of like go over the stage and everything and do all these like really funky things. And other characters would kind of utilize other stuff that's happening and all that. It, it, yeah, it was really cool. You know, yeah, some of it in, works really it, well. Yeah, because um, as you mentioned earlier, it's all in her mind. It's her imagination. So all these really cool things can happen in your imagination. So it just made it. It makes sense, right? Yeah. Um, and they do. They they have this one scene where they actually do some nice um, acrobatics. Yes, I was about to say that's one of the stronger points of the show. And I thought that was it was actually really well done. Mm-hmm. I thought it was it was really cool. I like I I don't want to give too much away, but um, it's a lot of like vertical stuff, like to kind of give this like kind of this like top down view of what's going on. If I explain that properly, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but that was really lovely. It was really nice. Um, that in the climax probably, is one of the better yeah. points. Hmm. I yeah. I'd definitely say so. The ending is a little weak. Oh yeah, like there's the no, very, very um, there's no like finale feeling. Mm, you know, it just kind of ends. Exactly. Yeah. What about costumes? The costumes, um, they were pretty good. I like them. They were cute. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, like for May, she's dressed as like a a schoolgirl going on a field trip. So it's adorable. Nothing. Yeah. You're going to see that. And You're going to see that for Halloween, right? There's going to be some maze out there for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the the other dancers. They're all wearing, you know, all these really nice outfits and everything. And then there's the one character, um, you. Yeah. Is his name? You. Um, he's like, I don't know what, like this deer type character. I'm not too sure what he is exactly. Oh, no. Like, what would that be like a... He has huge antlers and everything, and and then there's another character. I don't know what she was exactly, but she looked like she was a flower. I want to say that must have been like her, like inside of her, like her sense of wonder. Because you is like her guidance, right? The guy that's kind of like guiding her to like to kind of find that that bravery within her. And I, I want to say that little girl is like uh, the flower, like the flower girl is like maybe her sense of wonder, that potential that she had inside of her. Maybe. What do you think? Mm. You know what? That's probably the best. It's hard to say. It's hard to say because <laughs> yeah. she definitely stands out apart from the other dancers. Right. Yeah. 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 She does. 
Um, and then there's the music. Music's great. I, I, okay, so I know Angela Aki has not been on the music scene for a long time, but I was always a fan of hers. I really like her a lot. Mm-hmm. I like the, well, she did three original songs yeah. in the show. And you can tell which ones were, were hers, obviously. Yeah. They're just... They 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 really had that Angela Aki vibe to them. They did. So like if, so like if, if if there's anyone out there that that has listened to her before, you know what you're gonna get with this show, which is really nice. Like I I really liked her music. Um, I first heard her when she did the theme song for the video game Final Fantasy Twelve. Oh, what song is that? Uh, she does the song. Kiss me goodbye. Okay, okay, I got it. All right, nice. Yeah, yeah. So the music is really nice. Uh, it's all sang sung live. I'm pretty sure it is sung live, which I really, really like. I think if it weren't for that, it would be a much weaker show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Um, so May sings, you sings. I think that's it. Well, uh, besides everyone singing, you know, the the chorus of one of the songs and, and the characters talking and stuff yeah i mean they're yeah. the main they're the main characters and and they have to really carry the show because the the background i think doesn't do that enough so it i like that it's very performer it relies on the performers heavily you know i, I think that's a really good thing yeah since there's not a lot of props <laughs> for them to utilize. It has to. It has to. Yeah. Yeah. So the performers so have it, to be good. So it's yeah, it's really nice how the uh, performers really utilize the stage because it's so open. Mm-hmm. Because again, there's not a lot of props, so there's a lot of um, projection mapping going on there. So I think they did a really good job with that, utilizing all this open space on the stage and uh, doing all that and and especially with the all the uh, transitions between scenes and stuff I thought they did a really good job with that for sure it was really good um so overall it's a really good show um it's really hard to compare it to mystic rhythms because these are two very different shows I mean I think but we I think we have to talk a little bit about it right because I think mm-hmm. we don't want people to come in and like hear that we we love we love we like the show or we love the show. And then they've seen Mystic Rhythms, and then they're like, what? So it's it's a very different kind of show. Mystic Rhythms is, it's a very well-balanced, it was meant to be a permanent show, right? So it's very well-balanced. It looks very expensive. And this show is lacking that. It does not look expensive at all. Um, Mystic Rhythms had a lot of effects. It had fire. It had water. It had fog. It had pyrotechnics. Um, you had a lot going on on the stage. You had um, acrobats. You had people climbing up and down in like a sense sense of depth, with I, which I find a lot of the new shows are lacking that sense of depth in the perform where the performers are are performing. You know, like there's it's it's very one dimensional lately what they've been doing. And um, you have people like running around the aisles. You have people falling from the ceiling. You have people dancing on the stage. So it's it's a very very different show. It's more minimalist. Um, this new show, it's more. Uh, it's like a play. It's like a play, with what the Japanese call gekijo. It's it's basically a play with with music. So um, I think the biggest difference is it doesn't feel as expensive as the old show. But it's it's good in its own way. 
Yeah, I would say Out of Shadowland is not as... It doesn't feel as grand. No, not at all. As Mystic Rhythms, unfortunately. But that doesn't mean Out of Shadowlands is not good. It is good in its own ways. Uh, you know, all 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 the things that we just talked about, those are all the good points about it. So um, when you go and see this, if you've seen Mystic Rhythms before, don't go into this expecting that because you will be disappointed. Go and just take it, take it for what it is. And it's... It is a really well done show. Like it's not spectacular, but it's still a good show. And I like that we still have an original show that does not have characters injected into. Them. Yes, that's for me the biggest point. I was, you know, because we could have very easily gotten, and and not to say, you know, that it's not not a good show because the the show Frozen in California looks amazing, you know. But it could have very very easily been a low budget frozen show with projection mapping right it could have been that or it could have been um like something yeah like something that doesn't match the area like frozen or toy story or you know i guess tarzan would have fit the area so it could have been just tarzan with projection mapping you know tarzan or 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 maybe put in our own version of like mickey and the magical map or something like that like they they easily could have done something like that but they chose not to and i'm really happy that they went this route. Yeah, at least it's original, you know, and, and they didn't have to do that. They could have very easily gone with like a super easy crowd placer. So overall, it's a good show. Definitely see it. Don't skip it when you go. And I will go back and see it again because I did enjoy it. I really did. I will too. I liked it. I liked the characters. I liked that it I liked that the the character, the girl may maybe came like a little badass, you know? she did you know like the part that Chris is talking about earlier which we're not going to say what happens but like that climax part it's really cool it is it's it's probably the the coolest part of the entire show so for sure yeah yeah check it out just to see what that is okay so we talked about that we talked about summer but we're going to continue a little bit about summer with our park tip so Patricia what's what's our park tip this week okay guys you're probably I don't know I want to get a tan, so I'm using sun tanning lotion. But um, you guys use sunscreen because Disneyland and Disney Sea are concrete, okay? And that sun comes down and it reflects back up at you, and you get sunburned so quickly and so easily. So here's uh, some tips on how to properly use sunscreen um, apply sunscreen 30 minutes before going out in the sun. Um, a lot of you probably put it on like right when you're going out the door. Not not such a good idea. Try to do it at least a little bit before you do that. Um, there's a difference between water resistant and waterproof. And either way, you still have to reapply it. So let's say you go to that Disney water show. You know, waterproof is supposed to last, I think, about 60 minutes. Um, but even then, um, after you get wet, you should always reapply uh, because some of it will come off okay um spf what is it right we see all these numbers 30 40 50 um what it is it's it's called sun protection factor and it protects you the time okay so here's how it works it's, it's kind of like i don't know chris this is it's it's very tricky so um it takes the time that you would get damaged by the sun whether that's 20 minutes that you burn, 30 minutes, 
10 minutes, okay? So keep in mind the general time that it takes for you to sunburn. And then you times that times the SPF factor, whether that's 30 or 40 or whatever the number is. So for example, um, if it takes you 20 minutes for your unprotected skin to start turning red, using an SPF 15 sunscreen theoretically should prevent reddening about 15 times longer. 15 times longer. So about five hours. Right? You got that? I know it's like super complicated. Um, I had um, I had some a tutoring class where people wanted to learn about sunscreen, so I had all this extra information, um, and it's it's not it's not super straightforward how to use it. So I thought it would be a good tip of the week um, because it's summer, and whether you're in Florida or Japan or California or Shanghai or Hong Kong, it's about time to start using sunscreen. So take care, you guys. Skin cancer not cool. Um, and skin damage, not cool either, even though I want to tan. I know, it's not good. Okay, Chris. Uh, <laughs> speaking of our lovely listeners that we want to protect from the sun, do we have a listener question? Yes, we do. Uh, and this question is about dressing appropriately, or what is appropriate, I guess, for wearing stuff in the parks. So, um, it goes... My friends and I are coming there in September and we're discussing the trip. We were discussing the trip last night. Is there a particular dress code we should follow at the Disney parks in Japan or Japan in general? Here in Florida, we typically wear shorts and t-shirts slash tank tops at the parks. Our tank tops are frowned upon there. I know that in September, it can still be quite warm during the day. Uh, To put it simply, tank tops and t-shirts are fine. Um... The only issue, well, it's not really an issue. You would, you might get a lot of stares from people if you have a lot of tattoos. But that's probably about it that's going to happen. So you're not going to offend anyone. It's totally fine. Just, you know, as long as you're, you know, comfortable, it's all good. And at least they've been letting people with tattoos into the parks, you know. If you get a complaint, they might ask you to cover up. But it seems like it's been pretty loose lately, which is which is good. It's better, you know. Yeah, I've seen a lot of uh, people. Yeah. Um, both like both Japanese and uh, tourists or you know other foreigners, uh, like you know full sleeve tattoos and mm-hmm. everything in the park. So uh, it's certainly not an issue. So, but yeah, uh, going back to the tank tops and stuff, totally cool. Just wear that. One other point for tank tops. Um, Watch how low it's cut because um, low cut is a little frowned upon. Oddly enough, super short shorts and super short skirts, totally fine. But um, a lot of cleavage, not so well looked upon here. Are we talking about men and women or just women? women? They don't care about <laughs> okay. the men's cleavage. They don't care. I don't know. I don't know just about the short sure. shorts for men, but yeah, maybe yeah. it's okay. I don't know. I've seen some weird stuff in Shinjuku. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's kind of like, it's just like kind of like this interesting culture difference. So super mini skirts, super mini shorts, totes fine. Um, I would I would get a little higher cut tank top. But I think, you, you know, it's summer. So, you know, summer wear is fine. Totally. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and as I guess this is kind of like a side note, um, <clears throat> I'm not 100% sure how it is in the parks in the U.S., so if anyone knows, please let us know. Um, but here, if you wear shirts that have profanity on them in the parks, no one ever says anything, because I'm pretty sure people just don't know what they mean. <laughs> it's true. Um, so if you went to the park and had a shirt that said the F word across it, um, you probably shouldn't, but if you did it, you probably can get away with it because no one's going to know what it means anyway. <laughs> I've seen t-shirts with like the F word on it uh, and other profanities and stuff, stuff that, you know, if, if someone was wearing that back in a English speaking country, they'd be like, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> why, why are you wearing that? Um, uh, like actually this past weekend, I passed a group of girls who were wearing these Mickey shirts that they obviously did not buy in the parks and are not official. Uh, it was Mickey giving the finger. And there was a group of five of them all wearing it. Um, I don't think that would fly in the U.S. parks. I don't know for sure. Um, but here, totally cool. Because people... like. Most people don't know what that means. Man, even if you got into the U.S. parks, you'd get some admonishing looks. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. It's it's interesting how things are, are different here. <laughs> but, yeah, thank you so much for the question. It's a good question, a, you know, because... It was a really good yeah. one. Yeah, it was interesting. So, put it short... Uh, to, to put it short... Um, Guys, shorts, tank top is cool. Uh, for the ladies, make sure your tank top is a little higher cut because... It's just like a culture difference. And um, watch out with white. Um, and they actually have an announcement after the water shows now that are like, okay, there's a lot of water. Make sure you adjust your clothing and everything. So don't be careful with white if you're going to go to the water shows because it's going to become, you know, see-through. So See-through. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, I would watch out with that too. If you guys have any questions you want us to answer on the podcast, you can send them to us, contact at tdrexplorer.com, and we may have it on the show. So please keep them coming. And don't worry if we've answered them before. We can answer it again because, you know, people miss stuff and all that kind of stuff. So The answer may have changed. Yeah, you never know because things change here all the time. (laughs) So it might might be different now who knows all right so i think that's it for the show yeah Yay, episode 44 we're getting closer to episode 50 oh my gosh, so what should we do you guys send us suggestions on what we should do for the 50th episode yes send us send us some some fun suggestions and we'll see what we can we can cook up here. <laughs> um rate and review us on itunes and stitcher guys um, it really helps other people find us. It, it helps um, helps get us out there. And send us your questions and suggestions because they're always interesting. And it kind of like makes us look at the parks in a different way too because we're like, oh, I never thought of that before. Like, oh, that's a good question. You know, so we get to do some research on that as well. And um, we love interacting with you guys on Facebook, on Twitter. You guys crack us up all the time and keep it coming keep it coming because uh 
you know, Japan, you work hard, you get tired, and then seeing one of your messages, like one, like funny messages, like it brings a smile to your day, and it like just brightens everything up. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much for that. Um, what else is there, Chris? Where can they find us? Well, they can find us on our website, tdrexplorer.com, also on Twitter, at tdrexplorer, and on Facebook, facebook.com, slash tdrexplorer, and... Don't forget to tell everyone about us. Yeah, it's not a secret, you guys. Yeah. Tell people to listen to us. If you if you if you have friends or family, you know, that are planning a trip to Japan, tell them, hey, you should listen to TDR now because they have some awesome stuff on Tokyo Disney that you have to listen to or whatever. Just tell people about us. Oh, and the shout out, shout out. Okay, so we met um, oh. uh, one one of the listeners in the park. Super, super nice. Out with their family. Um, the Instagram name is Chris Madigan. Oh, like Chris. C H R I S M A D I G A N. He has some great Disney photos on his Instagram, and he has a website. One K insight.com so check that out and yeah thank you for saying hi you know it was awesome i hope you had a great fourth of july and a good time with your family yay Yay. all right guys i think that's it for the show so i'm gonna go dream of kakigori that's what i'm gonna go do oh i can't dream of sweets yet only only (laughs) you know they have like a whole bunch of like so, like, the diet I'm doing is keto. They have a bunch of, like, keto sweets now. Because, like, there's this company called Rise Up, which charges you, like, a small fortune to lose weight. It's, like, insane. You don't have to use it, you guys. But they have, like, parfaits and stuff now. It's, like, insanity. Um, so, I can have, like, fakey sweets. But <laughs> I want sweets. I want shaved ice, Chris. And cocktails. I will go have, I will go have some for go you. Go drink the margarita sampler for me. Okay, fine. I you will. have to. Okay. <laughs> All right. You guys. All right, guys. <laughs> We're like talking over each Sorry. other. Sorry. Okay. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much, and keep exploring. Yes, guys. Don't don't stop exploring. <laughs> Bye. Love you.